Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. Campus Reform at the bottom of the hour. Another young reporter with uh, some great information from campus. She's from University of Florida in Gainesville, Florida. State-run university gives us the inside skinny on exactly what it's like being a student there. Got that for you and a whole lot more. Plus, in hour number three, a, a former candidate or contestant from The Apprentice UK. Very interesting conversation straight from Dublin, Ireland. You can believe that. Carrie, that's just cool, isn't it? Technology, isn't that mm, just sure. great? Absolutely, yes. It's like, bam. It's like she's sitting right there yeah. in Ireland. I have some Irish roots, you know. I do, too. I do. Yeah. I do, too. I'm predominantly Italian, but I do have some Irish what? roots. What? You're Italian? What? I've never heard of that before. During the break, um, Ben, President Trump archive. I got excited about that one. And uh, Arad, whoever that is, all followed me on Truth. Anybody follow you on Truth? No, because I'm not on Truth. Truth social, people. Check and see if you got the invitation. Carrie's never going to get it because they know. <laughs> they already, they've heard. You know what I mean? And that's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. I don't if want to be Donald J. Trump, the former stuff. president of the United States, invited you, you would get on it. Yes, but that will never happen. How do you know? It I gave him your number. Won't. No, you did not. I did. <laughs> no, no, I don't believe you. I was like T. Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> call him T. <laughs> Maybe I do. You don't know. No, How I do, do you know? know. I do know. You're not calling Thursday. him T. Thursday. Feeling all right? Maybe. Maybe I do. You don't know. You don't. You have no idea. I do have idea. Yeah, I do. Hey, I'm off this weekend. T. Want me to stop by the Lago? <laughs> What? Seems like yeah, you write him that. Let's see what <laughs> I will. Yeah. On the truth. Suddenly I'm banned Every on truth social. First day. Can you imagine Straight if I got banned the first day? How horrible would, would that terrible. be? Terrible. We'd have to hear all about it. That'd be a great segment, though. No. Oh, the guy that sent me the link sent me the link again, but actually wrote something with it. They arrested this guy in Canada. I'm like. I'm like, a, I'm like a repository for everybody's link and story idea and 60-minute audio. It's a very strange. But let's sing. Feeling all right. Yes. I'm not feeling too good myself. Come on, man. Do some harmony. Yes, sir. Feeling all right. That is Carrie, by the way. I'm not feeling too good myself. That's Polo. Monica, get it done. All right. I haven't had this delicious condiment. It'd be a condiment, wouldn't it? Uh, I mean, maybe more than a condiment. It's more of a vegetable, really. Yeah. I'll just get a notification. Truth Social. Hold on. Oh, Alyssa's following me now. Cool. Great. All right. Um, is it a condiment? No. Well, it, it well, could be, I it? guess, if you're adding it like to your sandwich or a burger or something like that, I suppose. No, I mean, in the vegetable form, it's a vegetable. But yeah. but when you make it into guacamole, it's a, it's a condiment, isn't it? Um, isn't it like uh, ketchup or mustard? Guacamole? I guess, yeah. You, you Apollo, what, what do you shake your head there, Sparky? I mean, what is it? Not a vegetable when it's guacamole, is it? No, but when, when it's uh, when it when it is guacamole, I. You get charged for it, so I mean, I, I wouldn't consider that a condiment because you don't usually don't get charged for condiments. Well, I don't expensive. know. McDonald's was charging for extra, you know, hot mustard for a while, then they changed that policy. That was just you. No, it was not just me. No? Oh. 
Hold on, I'm looking up condiment. I want to see if it covers it. A substance such as relish, vinegar, or spice used to flavor or complement food. Something used to give relish a food, to give relish to food, a relish seasoning, or a sauce. Getting closer to guacamole here. Um, something used to give relish to food and to gratify the taste of pun- uh, a punge- pungement, whatever the hell that is, an appeasing substance, a pepper or mustard seasoning. Well, it's not a seasoning, but I mean, I would not call guacamole a vegetable. Okay. It's made with vegetables, but so is ketchup. Why do you start this tomatoes. debate on truth That's a fruit, social. really. Oh, why not? I'm going to start the debate right here, here Sparky. <laughs> is it a condiment or not? I think, it, I think it's an add-on, so I think that's why you get charged just like cheese or... Bacon. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, but not a condiment. It's an add-on. Well, wait, but wait a second. <laughs> he just made up a term, and you acted like it's normal. It is. It's an add-on. It is. is. You see it on, on menus. I'm asking menu. for the classification of it. I mean, yes, the charging, I understand. I follow you, and I agree with you. You get charged for guacamole. I get it. Or as you would say, guacamole. I'm going to help you out. There's a G in the beginning of that word. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, Now when it's well, that way. I'm helping him out. Um, but, guacamole. But, uh, but, but, I mean, but calling it an add-on, you're right. Price-wise, I'm not saying, hey, how do they charge you for guacamole? I want to know what it is. What is Does it in the really food matter? group? What do you it's call it? Delicious. Yes. It's just delicious. Let's just go Monica, with that. what is it? It's a dip. Yeah, could you turn your microphone up just a little bit and stop? I'm kidding. Don't. What the hell happens with your microphone, my God? I'm telling you, she's playing games over there. It's a dip? You're calling it a dip? It could be. It's a dip. A dip. It, yes, you dip like salsa. You dip chips in it. You dip bread, pita, stuff like that. It's a dip. Okay. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I know what you do with guacamole. She's Why teaching are you me getting how, so mad the, at your sister? I'm not. She's teaching me the different ways to use guacamole. Damn. Like, really, Monica? Oh, well, Congratulations. I had no idea. You could, you, you're telling me you could put chips in it? What? You stop it. I had no idea. So I, I'm just asking for the classification. So, Carrie, you're saying it's not a condiment. Paul, no. you're saying it's an add-on. And Monica says there are many different ways you can use it, which I had no clue. I had no idea. You put it on a sandwich. You can throw it against the wall. Uh, but anyway, the reason why I bring this up is because there, here's some rough news, man. What is going on with avocados? Phil and Carrie Lockie. From Fox News, a U.S. ban on avocados from Mexico could soon have Americans crying a holy guacamole up to 80% or 2.5%. Up to 80% or $2.4 billion worth of the United States annual avocado supply is at risk after Mexico confirmed U.S. officials suspended all imports following threatening messages sent to a Department of Agriculture plant safety inspector. Now restaurants and business owners are scrambling to secure their supply and plan ahead before the crop is lost. We go through a slump every year where we're a little worried about this kind of thing with the avocados. Garces Group COO Scott Campanelli told Fox Business's Jeff Flock, but we don't know when it's going to end this time. We're empathetic both to the restaurateurs in America, but also the farmers in Mexico. He continued, this crop will be lost if we don't figure this out. Another owner said she's willing to take avocados completely off the menu if prices hit the pits. We cannot sell a bowl of guacamole for $20, so we just wait it out, Hip City Veg CEO Nicole Marquis added. I'm not paying $20 for guacamole. I'm a little confused, to be honest with you. <laughs> so the avocados are coming from Mexico. Yes. We live in Texas. The climate is not that different from Mexico, although it gets much hotter in Mexico. It gets closer to the equator. I get it. But... The climate and the land is not that different. In fact, if there weren't these man-made borders, it would all be one big piece of land. 
In fact, a part of Mexico is called Baja California, so it's not that dissimilar from Southern California in, in weather. Why can't we grow them here? I don't know. Have you ever heard the jingle? Avocados from Mexico. They just come from Mexico. Mike, I'm going to need that entire jingle she just did. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ever since I've sent you that story, I've been that jingle has been in my head. Yeah. I, I uh, no, I've it heard out. it in my head as well. Polo, you're from the valley. You're from closer to the border. I mean, is there not the same topography where you can grow avocados in Texas somewhere? Uh, yeah, I'm sure there is. So, I mean, why aren't we? Is there a reason why this wouldn't be a crop for us? We do plenty of other crops here. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do remember people always bringing avocados from Mexico across. Um, they just, if I remember correctly, they would take out the, like the seed or whatever that's in there. Right. It's a seed. The yeah. yeah. Like they would take that out. Like you'd have to have that out before you would cross it back over. I, I, don't, I don't know why. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's very interesting. Monica, what are some creative ways I could use guacamole? <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. I'm not mean. You you, are you, you, mean. It's a dip. You can put it on this. You can take a chip. You can put it on a sandwich. You can, you know what I mean? you can use it as glue. I mean, she has all sorts. <laughs> I, I had no idea what you could do with guacamole. I, I just did not know. Um, but for, for me, um, and I'm not eating foods that would utilize guacamole right now, but avocados are very, very good food, even if you're like on a keto diet mm-hmm. or a, a low-carb diet. Indeed. This is really good stuff, and there really are creative ways you can use it. Now, I didn't know there were as many as Monica knows. Because clearly, there's an advanced knowledge of what you can do with that. Right, Monica, you're on. I mean, what do you think? I know a lot about guacamole. What can I say? God bless her. God, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why we have her on staff. And, and you, now the guacamole expert. It's Monica. Yes, Polo. You know your, your boy Tom Brady would eat uh, avocado ice cream. Okay, A, not my boy. Yes, he is. Definitely not my boy. And B, there's no such thing. You're making that up. There's not. I am not. Avocado ice cream. I am not. Ice cream made with with avocados in it. Yes. Okay. The guy's weird. Yeah, he won seven Super Bowls, whatever. Okay? He was a patriot for for that long. I cannot be a fan of Tom Brady. Especially if he's eating guacamole ice cream. Monica, guacamole ice cream, is that a thing? I have not heard of that, but I have heard people making uh, vegan chocolate out of avocados. Okay, I think she's got gremlins in the microphone turning it up in between when I talk to her. I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe she's you know got an avocado or some guacamole in the microphone. Could be. Could be. Do you have guacamole in the, in the microphone? Am I saying it right, Paulo? Yes, Hold that's it. much guacamole. Guacamole. There's a freaking G in it. It can be silent. What's the difference? Okay, it does, you don't take your side just because you can. I, I will. Yeah, a lot of people say guacamole. <sighs> It's 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. This is a rough story, people. This is one of those stories that we're like, wait a second. You hold on there. We our guac. Yeah. And, and listen, guac. we've got a bunch of farmers who listen to this program. I mean, literally, people will call, I'm out tending the back 40. Tell me why we aren't growing avocados in Texas or Florida or somewhere, California. We have to be able to. I mean, I can't believe you can only get them in Mexico. Yes, Polo? I was just going to say, I mean... Everything you're saying is correct, but I mean, don't they say the same thing about oil? Oh, no, we do have oil here. We have a lot of oil here. Yes, but I mean, we could be doing more here and we're not. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. May, oh, so you're saying maybe they're producing them cheaper than we could here? Probably. That could be. Probably. That could be a thing. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. A lot of, the phones are going nuts because a lot of people know a lot about uh, about this avocado. So I'm telling you, we're here. Carrie, why are we here? To solve problems. Absolutely. To get you some... To get you some guacamole. Some wok. Yep. Nailed it.
Nailed it. Hey, can you pass the wok? Is that what you say when you, when you say, see, when I you say it for short, wok, Polo, and you're eating guacamole, you're, you're telling me that you actually say pass the wok? Uh, no, I think you say No, you say guac, don't you? No, you, you say, say guac, guac. admit it. No, you do guac. not say the whole word. I, I really want to hear you say avocado in Spanish. Avocado. <laughs> you're close. You dared me. Close, well, it. what would you say? It's avocado. Uh-huh. Okay, avocado. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Have a good day. He's just making okay. crap up now. It is eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags dot com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Tons to get to. You ever hear that one, um, even once in a while, a blind squirrel finds a nut? You ever hear that one? Yeah. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. All right. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-what? Wow. You're talking about me and what I sent you. That's rude. I finally got that. I never... (laughs) It only it. took yeah. you three minutes to figure it out. No, I, no, I'm not saying anything. What am I saying? Um, that I'm that squirrel. Yeah. During I the break, this is of... what I get from Carrie. <laughs> You're welcome for that story. Come on, it brought some laughs. It was fun. So you're welcome. No, I, every, no, no the, the three of you ganged it. up on me again that I'm wrong about what freaking guacamole is. Mm. Not even pronouncing it right, and it's aguacate in in, in Spanish. <laughs> so there you go. That's I. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. People know. Gary, they know about avocados way more than I thought they would. Okay, cool. I mean, they're lighting it up. You know here, what I'm huh? I hope so. Let's do they're it. Lighting, they're lighting it up. Okay. In fact, we've only got one open line. I mean, this is Ooh, actually doing better business topic. than the racist claims uh, in San Francisco <laughs> or Joy Behar keeping the mask on forever. People love their guac. They really do. People aren't playing around now. I have not. When's the last time you had guacamole? Uh, just a couple of days ago. Really? I have not had mm-hmm. it in a long time. Oh, I have it all the time. It's delicious. I could eat two pounds of guacamole right now and go back yes, for more. Yes. Monica, what ways can I use the guacamole, though? <laughs> uh, she's screening calls. So they, <laughs> it, it would have been funny had she had something. It's uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I do have to remind you about Stamps.com. If you haven't gone yet, I need you to. If you're shipping out stuff, you need to save some money, save some time. Small, small businesses really, especially, are, are in trouble when it comes to spending time at the post office or at UPS. They're also in trouble if they're spending too much money. You could save a bunch of money right now with Stamps.com to give you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services right from your computer, wherever you happen to be, at your office, at your home, whatever. Get discounts that you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off of UPS rates. That's USPS rates and 76% off of UPS rates, so even better there. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. So go right now to the website, stamps.com, stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top, put in my code PAGS, get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a digital scale. Don't have to worry about long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, put in my code PAGS, P-A-G-S, 
Get that done right now. I'm going to go to the phone to the say Avocado to toast. That's really good, truth, too, when I'm Truth social. Oh, um, seriously. Bev. Bev followed me on the truth. Okay, that's great. 19 followers. Ooh, you ooh, ooh you're on fire. <laughs> it's Look 19. out. Look out, truth social. It's 19 mm. people so far. They're getting it done. Okay. You know, I have not had the avocado on bread, but I've had avocado in many, many different ways, and I really, really, really like avocado. Because, okay. again, the way that I normally eat is low-carb and, and keto, and uh, and that just fits perfectly because it's got the special you know, um, nu- the, the nutrients you need, and yeah. and they fill you up. Mm-hmm. Avocado mm-hmm. will fill your gut yeah. and make you not feel as hungry. So oh, hold on a second. You must have some. Ack A C K Ack is now following you. Twenty, way to go. Truth Social. That's Ack. awesome. It's going to be this way again. Some guy named himself Ack. And now he's following me. Is that really what's going on? <laughs> I guess. Let me go to the phone lines. I fill me in uh, in Minnesota, Richard. Why can't we grow the guacamole or the not not the guacamole, the avocados here? Why not? Well, I didn't check it out in uh, Texas, but in California, they got sixty thousand acres of avocados. Then why are we waiting and for for Mexico? Why why are we, why are we in trouble here? I don't know. Why the hell did you call, um, Richard? you got to give me some answers. Of mine, Wayne Kostrowski, for the Taste of Minnesota, they have a, a guacamole contest every year at the State Fair. Didn't they, can, they, they canceled the, the State Fair, didn't they? Different recipes. Didn't they cancel it last year? The no, State Fair? it opened up last year. The okay. year before it was canceled. Oh, okay. I got you, Richard. Don't call yeah. me again unless you have some answers. Oh. Okay, I'm was... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Richard, I'm sorry. I know. That's terrible. <laughs> Richard, well, I'm, I'm kidding. Come on, I joke. I, I just it. I'm kidding. You know, he he says I asked him a question. He said, I don't know. Well don't don't call me here with that then. <laughs> I have I may have an answer for you. What do you have for me? Google says in Texas production is so small it's not reported in US Department of Agriculture statistics. The only Texas counties suitable for commercial avocado production are in the lower Rio Grande Valley, where avocados represent a very small percentage of commercial farm acreage. All right. Texas, go. raise your game. <laughs> Raise your game. I'll know what the hell's going on. You get some avocados going. Uh, Alex in Massachusetts. Alex, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Mr. Pag. Hey. You know, I really love your show. And I know. I, I know. found your show by accident. Right. Because you sound a lot like Clive Lewis. I don't know if you know that, but anyway. Uh, I've heard Clive Tom Lewis. He's Selleck got a nice voice. Go ahead. A, Tom Selleck is a huge grower of avocados in California. He has avocado farms. Okay. So why are, we, why are we worried about Mexico then? I have no idea. But here's something else that you can have avocados on. If you have too many, you can spend a lot of time having avocados on the toilet the next day. Uh, okay, have a good one. Brian in San Antonio. Brian, I've got 20 seconds, but you're the man. Fill me in. Why don't we grow them here? All right, so real quick, Brian. We don't grow them here because, they, number one, it won't work. Our climates are completely different. Soil is completely different. California does have 60,000 acres worth of avocados. That is correct. They are novelty avocados. They are not the hardy avocados that you get from Cal- er, from Mexico. And realistically, the infrastructure is not set up here. Anything else? No, that's good. You did it in about 20 seconds. Just don't call me Brian. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Carrie? He did so well, though. He did it. Yeah, but he called me Brian. I know. So I know. anything he said doesn't count. Joe, Brian, whatever. Yeah. Wow, Carrie, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it here. Campus Reform when we come back. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have a young correspondent from CampusReform.org. Today, it's Ellen, uh, Emily Sturge from Uni- University of Florida in Gainesville. Emily, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. You know, I'm a little bit flustered because we were talking about sports teams in Florida when we started. Um, I grew up in South Florida. Turns out you're also from South Florida, but for some reason you ended up in enemy territory in Gatorville, in Gainesville. And now how does that happen where you end up going to University of Florida instead of a place like University of Miami where the hurricanes are? Well, I am from Miami. I grew up very close to the campus. I will be a a Canes fan till the day I die, but (laughs) I could not turn down an opportunity to go to the University of Florida, especially based on the wonderful scholarships that we have here in Florida at our public universities. My decision to come to the University of Florida was definitely one of the best decisions of my entire life. Well, I'm not questioning the decision. I'm questioning the mascot. Uh, I'm not not a big Gators guy. We talked about this a little while ago. I'm a Hurricanes and then maybe Seminoles, then maybe Gators. Now, those are fighting words if I say I'm Seminoles over Gators in Gainesville, right? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but again, you're a hurricane fan until you die. So um, what's it like being at the University of, which is funded and financed by the taxpayers? University of Miami is a private school. Um, Mm -hmm. You're you're going to a taxpayer-funded school not far from where I sit is University of Texas at Austin, which is a very, very liberal campus, even though it's funded by Texans. Is it the same there as a very liberally, uh, a liberal-minded campus as far as the professors go and many of the students, or is it more balanced? Well, of course, I think any college campus today in America, no matter where you go, it's going to be run by leftism. I think professors in classrooms anywhere are going to be spewing off these liberal ideas. And students in classrooms are agreeing with these ideas. There is very little backlash. There is very little diversity of thought in these classrooms. And the institutions are really creating a terrible thing when all these students agree with everything the professors say. And it's all part of the leftist agenda. Make sure to go to campusreform.org every day like I do. Check out the great reporting Emily does and, and the other correspondents there do. They're exposing nuttiness on campus. You know, it's interesting. You just hit on something I talked to the guy last week about, which is you know that these, these professors are liberal. You know that they're spewing things that aren't true. They're just politically true for them. But they're also in charge of your grade. They're in charge of your degree. They're in charge of your future educationally and then professionally. Do you have to sort of swallow your tongue every once in a while and just listen to the garbage to make sure that you pass the class? Do you find that you have to do that or not? Well, of course, I've actually tried both routes. I tried saying my opinion through a paper. I received a 50, but on another paper where where I uh, caved to the Marxist ideals that my professor was talking about, and I actually acted as a pro-Marxist in my paper, I did receive a 98. So if, if you do what they say, if you actually walk the walk, well, talk the talk, not walk the walk, you're going to get a better grade. So when you get a 50, I mean, that's so egregious that it's obvious that, that what you wrote is probably true and what you wrote is probably well-researched, but it doesn't agree with what the professor says. Is, is there any recourse for a student like you? Can you go to the, the, the student government? Can you go to the actual administration of the school and say, hey, you tell me this is worth a 50, or do you just have to, again, swallow your pride and do the, the right thing next time? Well, for starters, my paper that I did get a 50 on was actually about encouraging females on campus to learn about concealed caring because we have had issues on campus within the first couple months of the first semester of bad things happening to young women. And so I wrote a paper encouraging young women to learn self-defense tactics. My professor did not like that very much. But anyways... Um, my biggest thing that I do here on campus, because if I try to go to the school, the institution backs these leftist ideals. They will practically laugh at me if right. I report 
these problems. Um, my biggest advice on these situations is use your iPhone, take camera, video evidence, report it to campus reform reporters. We'd love to talk about your story. We'd love to bring it to the news cycle. I post things on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram, and I bring attention to these issues. And hopefully over time, we will see change. What the heck were you thinking? You wrote something that actually said the Second Amendment means something? You wrote well, something that actually said women should be protected from bad guys on campus. You know, it's, it always boggles my mind. It really does. Why wouldn't the professors, maybe you don't have an opinion on this. It's up to you. But why wouldn't the professors say, you know what, there is a problem with crime on campus. You know what, women and girls are being attacked in our communities and especially here on campus. Maybe we should talk about proper self-defense instead of talking about defunding the police. Has there been a defund police move at University of Florida or no? Well, I'm actually a freshman here at the University of Florida, so I was in high school at the time during 2020 when all the BLM riots and right. the, the police movements were happening. So I cannot actually give a direct answer on what was happening at the University of Florida, but leftist ideals across all college campuses during that point in time, yes, many people were chanting BLM. Those protests were just as active on campuses as they were in cities where we saw rioting and looting. It's uh, Emily Sturge. Emily, what, uh, what social would you like me to send people to? I am at Real Emily Sturge on both Instagram and Twitter. Okay, go and follow her right now. Let's get into the stories. University launches free speech program, requires faculty training. This is pro-free speech, really, or not? No. So the university's Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion actually announced the program in January, which includes required video training for students, faculty, and staff. The program states its goals acknowledge, include acknowledging and caring for those directly targeted or impacted by harmful speech. So while they market it as a free speech program, it is entirely the opposite, effectively silencing those who have an opinion that may offend someone else. And in the year 2022, it is near impossible to say anything without offending somebody. Students have actually expressed concern that the program may not promote tolerance for political disagreement. The program is only creating an environment on campus where cancel culture is celebrated and leftist ideas reign supreme. You know, what they well, Emily, I want to stop you. It used to be the college campuses were really for free speech and weren't this, it wasn't this version of free speech. It was actually, hey, I can say what I want, say what I feel, as long as I'm not threatening somebody and not you know, yelling, start a fire. Um, why are we here? Why, 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 why is this 180 degrees different than what Berkeley used to be in the 60s? But what they're forgetting is that the speech they deem as offensive is entirely protected under the First Amendment. Right. My question is, does the First Amendment not have any value anymore? According to leftists in 2022, it shouldn't. So this program actually features a website that allows students to report other students to a threat assessment team for any behavior or speech they find as offensive. In this day and age where people are offended by just about anything from Aunt Jemima on the side of the syrup bottle to Paw Patrol on kids' television, these people go to great lengths to cancel these things. I expect this campus threat team to be very busy with reports by sensitive crybaby college students. <laughs> well, I agree with you. It is uh, 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 Emily Sturge. Go and follow her over on Instagram and on Twitter. Real Emily, It's real Emily Sturge, right, all together? Yes. Okay, go follow her there. She goes to University of Florida. She's a gator, although grew up a, a hurricane. Um, <laughs> but, but that's nuts. I mean, it, we, we, we are now in a realm of nuttiness where literally they're promoting a lack of free speech and taking away free speech. What they should know as educators, what they should know as administrators, and what students should be learning is that just what you said. Free speech in the First Amendment actually only exists to protect offensive speech. Because if we all agreed, why do you need the, the amendment? 
you wouldn't. Um, so what you said is perfectly uh, spot on. South Dakota requires student athletes to compete based on their biological sex. Um, Christy Nome did a great job with this, the governor of South Dakota. I'm guessing there probably is a uh, a bit of a backlash from the left. Tell me, tell me what we can find out about the story on campus reform. So South Dakota actually joined nine other states who passed similar legislation when Governor Christy Noem signed Senate Bill 46 into law, which requires K through 12 and collegiate athletes to compete on teams according to their biological sex. While many would say that this is a win for the conservative movement, I would say that this is a win for common sense. We need more governors enacting this legislation. We need the NCAA to create tighter restrictions that stop biological men from beating women in their own category of sports, taking women's scholarships and benching women who belong on the field or in the pool. Requiring athletes to compete on teams according to their biological sex is for the safety and fair competition of everyone involved. When I was a kid, and you weren't even thought about yet, this is in the early 1970s, they came up with Title IX. Title IX was because the boys were getting all the opportunities, the girls weren't getting the opportunities, and they said, hey, if you're going to take taxpayer money and fund schools, then you have to offer equal opportunity to sports and other activities to girls. Those who are trans, going from male to female, at least outwardly, are, are trying to claim the same benefit that Title IX was actually put in place to benefit girls. Literally, as you just said, if you've got a male, a biological male swimming, saying he's a girl, uh, you're taking away a position that was meant for another female. Uh, are, are people starting to really wake up to this? Even many people on the left are saying, well, like Mar- Martina Navratilova says this isn't fair, and she's about as far left as you go. Are people waking up to this? Yes, people are starting to realize, yes, men are physically built differently than women, creating a difference in their athletic abilities. No, it is not that men are better than women. It is that men and women were created differently with different physiological capabilities and athletic builds. And therefore, using biological sex as the main criteria for athletic competition is the uh, the logical thing to do. The size of a woman's heart is typically smaller than that of a man's, pumping out less blood with each pump. The volume of women's lungs is typically smaller than men's. Men have broader shoulders, longer arms, longer legs, bigger hands in comparison to women, giving men a complete advantage on the field or in the pool. And like you mentioned, we've seen this. An example we've seen of this is Leah Thomas, transgender swimmer at UPenn. Thomas, who is a biological male, has crushed records and smashed opponents in women's swimming, but had no outstanding records when competing on the men's team for the previous three seasons. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I think he was 460th uh, ranked, and now he's first ranked. It doesn't yep. make any sense. There is a female that is not allowed to swim now. So what you're saying is that I, at 61250, am going to be bigger and stronger than most women? Get out of here. No way. Well, the average height of women was around five three, so yeah. I, I would, I would, I'm being rhetorical. It is uh, Emily Sturge. Go follow her, real Emily Sturge, over on Twitter and on Instagram. She's a correspondent from CampusReform.org. One last one: pro-life memorials are vandalized at two California u- universities because you can't want the babies to be born. That's horrible. Yeah, so Campus Reform has actually reported on countless stories of vandalism against pro-life displays on college campuses, proving that this is a recurring problem. At California Polytechnic State University and Clovis Community College, conservative activist groups obtained permission from their universities to plant miniature crosses and flags into campus grounds as part of pro-life demonstrations, representing the thousands of babies murdered by Planned Parenthood every day. Video later surfaced of pro-choice activists stomping on the crosses, others pulling them up from the ground, effectively wow. destroying the displays. Additionally, signs were stolen that offered resources to expectant mothers. Why can't people disagree 
and and do so agreeably. Like a, it, you and I don't agree on everything. I don't know. We haven't talked about everything, but at some point we'll get down the line to where we disagree on something. It doesn't mean I hate you and I want to stomp out your car or, or, or kick your dog or something. Why can't we just disagree, understand that we disagree, and then let live? I mean, what's wrong with that? Why is the left so violent about it? I've got to remove this from the public square so nobody sees the fact that you want babies to be born. Why can't they just say, hey, man, we're for, we're for choice. I see that you're for life. We disagree wholeheartedly, but I'm going to let you do your thing as we do our thing over here. Why is that so hard for them? Well, these actions show the morality levels of the left. Instead of engaging in political discourse or accepting the idea of freedom of speech, many leftists are so intolerant that they go to great lengths to completely shut down the opposing view. This is how the left is winning the culture war in America. They have furthered their ideology inch by inch through hatred and destruction of any opposing views. And far too long, conservatives have dismissed these issues and thought, oh, these things are happening over in California. That's practically a different world out there run by crazy leftists. But no, that's not the entire case. Situations like these pro-life demonstrations being destroyed, they're happening in red states too. Campus Reform actually reported on a story of a pro-life rally at the University of North Texas that was interrupted by pro-choicers coming in with megaphones and whistles chanting that they love to sacrifice children. So yes, California is crazy, but the red states are having this issue too. It's stunning. It really is. Emily Sturridge, thank you. I appreciate the great information. Go in and follow everything she does on Instagram and on Twitter. She's at Real Emily Sturge, S-T-U-R-G-E. Um, also, go follow everything she does on campusreform.org. Go there every day like I do. Emily, great job today. Great stories. And I appreciate you letting us know what's happening in Gainesville. And let's, uh, let's do it again, can we? Thank you so much. Of course, I'd love to be back. You're very welcome. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. What's happening, people? Glad to have you here. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I really enjoy the CampusReform.org segment we do every Thursday. We bring you something that uh, these young reporters are finding. These young men and women are going nuts doing great journalism. They're finding these nutty stories and bringing them to you from campus. And a lot of times, they'll uncover these stories, and it'll make them change things on campus, which I really do appreciate. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. In just a minute, Carrie will have an update on that Russian skater, it turns out all the hoopla was for naught, which is good, actually. Um, at the end of the day, the, the whole story should have been a non-story. She never should have competed, but we'll have that for you in a second. Let me remind you one more time about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is great. Been an indispensable partner for over a million small businesses, medium businesses, large businesses. Businesses of all sizes can benefit from Stamps.com because they give you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And the discounts you get, you can't find anywhere else. 40%, up to 40% off of postal service rates, up to 76% off of UPS. doesn't matter how big the office is, sending out invoices, maybe a side hustle, Etsy shop, a full-blown warehouse, shipping out orders. Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer, a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in just a few minutes. Get right now to the website at Stamps.com, just like it sounds, Stamps.com. Use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, for a special offer, including a four-week trial, free postage, digital scale, 
No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Stamps.com right now. Click on that microphone at the top of the page and enter my code PAGS. P-A-G-S. You'll be glad you did. All right, Carrie, give us the, put the final bow, the ribbon on this story mm-hmm. if you can. Because I got to be honest with you, I'm a little tired of the story, but go ahead. Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva fell numerous times during her free skate routine, causing her to drop out of contention for place in the top three. The 15-year-old was favored to finish in first place after coming out on top of Tuesday's short program, but multiple mistakes in the free skate saw her drop down to fourth with a total score of 224.09. According to Beijing 2022, the opening quad Salcal was landed a quarter rotation short. The triple axle was under-rotated. The quad toe sequence triple sal goes as just a quad toe with the triple sal called invalid. I don't know what I just read, but there you I'm go. Sorry, what? Yeah. A, a quattro? What wasn't that the, the wasn't that the, the, the a total recall wasn't quattro the triple sal. The, he was the um, leadership of the resistance, wasn't he? I think. I guess. Well, isn't that what happened in the total recall? Wasn't it quattro that they were they were trying to get? It's possible. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure. So a uh, triple sal cow and, and the quad toe? The quad toe sequence triple sal goes as just a quad toe with a triple sal called invalid. There you go. What, what is a quad toe? Just four of I, your toes can I be involved? You have to pretend you no love the other toes? idea. Uh, no idea. Uh, and the triple so axle let me ask you was this. under-rotated. Yeah. Um, the what? The oh, axle. axle. I thought you said something else. I thought you said something, <laughs> something else. <laughs> no, I was under- You sound like you said <laughs> axle. something that sounds like axle. I'm axle. not sure. That's when I said axle. Wow. With your dirty mind. All right. Um, so I'm done with that story. But let me ask you this. Just speculate for a second. Just a quick second. Mm-hmm. Do you think they purposely gave her fourth place so, so as to not have the whole you know what? Uh, Maybe. award ceremony problem? How unfair would it be to the gold and the silver and not getting that ceremony? That's mm-hmm. not fair. You work years and years for that. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This whole story is crazy. Crazy. Quad toe. Say quad toe. Quad toe. Careful how you pronounce Axel. I'm telling you, go back and listen. It came off differently. There was was not an X sound (laughs) in there. There was two. I said I'm going to put it out there. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. BLM is at it again. We'll talk about that uh, off the top next hour. Also, later in the hour, it'll be reality uh, show star and former apprentice candidate Pamela Laird from Ireland. We'll have that for you as well. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.